everybody, get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a check for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway. And together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis on a beautiful Sunday in Washington, a not beautiful Sunday down in Florida, and we wish all those people well. Why do they always name storms after angry old people? Irma. <laughs> Stay safe in Irma. So we got a great show today. We've got a returning guest. Alvaro Roche was in with his brother when they opened, uh, was it Was it Taco Bar? Taco Bar. Taco Bar. Taco Bar. Bar, not Taco Bar. Can you look, Bar. look at the script? I'm trying to look and talk at the same thing. But it was a, it was about a, two years ago? A year ago. And now they've, they've got a... This what is torture already. Made? The show what has just started, and I'm already in pain. Now they've got a restaurant empire, and he's in to talk to us about uh, uh, the Taco Arepa that's going to be opening and in Bethesda and Bold Bite Market that's going to be opening down on uh, 19th Street, and we're going to taste some donuts from Okay, and you said we're supposed donuts. to do quick openings because we have a really Oh, my God. It's like working with your show. mother. Okay. Go ahead. So later in the show, we have the most beautiful bottles of vodka in studio, thanks to Chanel Turner, who brought in her food drive vodka. So we'll be tasting that in just a little bit. And also later in the show, we have brought back Dr. McMillan of Nava Health. How badly did you treat your skin this summer? She's going to give us some post-summer skin tips. All right. And hydrocephalus is a neurological condition that affects about 1 million Americans. Melissa Coplin-McCall is in. She's co-chair of a big walkathon. For the Hydrocephalus Association that's coming up, we're going to hear all about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it me or you? It's you. Okay, and we have the most beautiful French toast stuffed with Nutella in studio. How jealous are you? Watch it all on Facebook. Chef Ashish Alfred, the uh, co-owner of Bethesda's Duck Duck Goose, is opening up a new concept, and we're going to hear all about it. All right, and... Greg Angert is you've been you've been back like five times, six times. He's everybody's favorite beer som. He's with Neighborhood Restaurant Group, and uh, he is the mastermind behind Snallygaster. What is Snallygaster? It's a huge beer with a sort of secondary wine approach and food and live music event coming up. We're going to hear from Greg in a sec, uh, but we, first we're going to go to Mitch Berliner at Central Farm Markets and find out what's going on there at the markets today. Hi, Mitch. Hi, kids. If I'm, if you guys keep carrying on, I have to come down and separate you. She's know, annoying right? me. <laughs> <laughs> How are Anyways, you? Tell you... us what's going on at the market today. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful day. Again, it's like one of these uh, times of year that you still got all the beautiful, you know, summer stuff, peaches, nectarines, white peaches, and you've got the fall stuff coming in, delicata squash, first of the season, other fall squash. So it's, uh, you know, we've got 10, 12 varieties of apples. So it's an overlapping time of the year. It's a great time. Today we got a uh, scavenger, a treasure hunt we're doing with kids. We always have kids' activities, mute, live music, the usual fabulous stuff. We're crowded. People are coming here from all over metro area. And uh, so it's a wonderful, Mitch, wonderful tell us what's the like neighbor. the must-get thing today. Like if you're coming to the market today, what is like, What's the must-get okay. thing? Is there somebody cooking up something different today, or is there something really cool that you want everybody to know about? Well, I would say, first of all, there's always great food at all our markets. We have, like, unbelievable barbecues at all of our markets, different barbecue guys. They're just over the top. 
especially Korean stuff that's one of my favorites, wood-burning uh, pizzas, you know, with seasonal toppings. Um, so all the food to eat here, and, of course, we have uh, seated uh, tables, covered. But I'd have to say, frankly, eat eat your full of peaches because a couple of weeks it's yeah, going to be over. peaches and tomatoes. So that's, that's what I would tell you. No, tomatoes were good. We have people that are growing them in greenhouses. So we have heirloom uh, tomatoes probably all year long, minus, say, uh, January and half of February. All right. All right. Now, tell everybody where your markets are. Sure. We have three markets. You can find out all the exact locations. Two on Sunday in the Mosaic District in downtown Bethesda, and then one on Saturday at the Pike and Rose. Beautiful mixed-use development. Go to centralfarmmarkets.com. And you'll learn all about it. And uh, behave yourself, kids. Right, we'll have try. a wonderful day. <laughs> Thanks. All right. So, Greg Engert, if there is a face to the craft brew revolution that hit Washington about eight or nine years ago and is now in full full tilt boogie, it's you. Um, Me? Yeah. Neighborhood restaurant group really is with so many beer-centric rest, uh, restaurants and your own I mean, you've got a brewery. You've got you got. I brought some Blue Jacket beers. So, well. yeah, we I see hope that. So. Yeah, of course. So let's. I mean, why don't you do two seconds on kind of NRG and the uh, the beer centricity there? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me back. It's amazing to be back on the show. We um, love having you. We are. You know, Energy has been committed to craft beer for, like you said, about a decade now, and we just pour the best beers we can find at every single one of our places, whether it's Birch and Barley, Church Key. Blue Jacket, our brewery, The Sovereign, or even like Hazel, Iron Gate. We're really proud of the beer experiences that we're packing into all of the places, and we've got an amazing team to help us do that. Well, and so, I mean, we are going to be talking about Snallygaster, which you'll be pouring for in a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, talking about more in a little bit. But why focus on beer so much at these concepts? I mean, I know it's your personal love, right. but <laughs> as you as you do that for uh, your restaurants, what's what's the reasoning behind it? Yeah, I mean, the, the whole idea is that everything, uh, you know, there's only so much food and drink we are able to have, you know, in, mm -hmm. in a Speak week. Speak for so yourself. Like, everything Hello, should, are right, you looking right. at the studio? But everything should be great, you know. So, like, we never wanted you to come into any of our places and see an amazing wine list, like, at Iron Gate. But then if somebody was inclined to have beer, to, for that to look like an afterthought. So, I guess we're trying to, to showcase the best products we can, whether it's spirit, wine, beer, food for everybody at every place at all times yeah but beer's also been elevated it used to be that if you well, know thanks to greg if, if your dinner if your dinner guest had wine and you had a beer you were like oh man he's having a bud <laughs> um but but beer is now art and, oh absolutely uh, and, and you know there was and you know there, there's always been these amazing beers out there i think we were really really uh, able to kind of find them but now the craft beer movement has just exploded so with nearly six thousand breweries in the u.s today um, you really it's it's hard to find a bad beer now, which used to be completely the opposite. Right. OK, so what did you pour first? And then we'll, okay, we'll so get first, more into it later. First on the show. Um, is uh, and there's plenty that you guys can grab. These. This is a, um, a beer from Hill Farmstead, which is one of the greatest breweries on the planet. Um, it's a brewery that does not send beer outside of its uh, walls very often, certainly hardly ever to D.C. It's from Greensboro, Vermont, up in the Northeast Kingdom. And. Um, was this because you went to Middlebury that you got right, find Hill, that's that kind of, but um, no, um, no. So Sean Hill started this brewery back in 2010. It is a cult brewery. Every single thing he makes is phenomenal. Um, 
He's one of the friends that we've made over the years, and so he's kind enough to send us a little bit of beer for special occasions. And this is one of the breweries that we're going to have at Snallygaster it's this sour year. It's beer-ish. I just took a taste. It's, it's yeah, so slightly tart. Yeah. So this is what we call a mixed fermentation beer. Mm. So there's yeast, ale yeast, like you'd expect from a typical beer, but there's also Britannomyces, which is a yeast that creates kind of funky, earthy flavors. A little bit of lactobacillus for that acidity. It's a little, Gotta have it's a little just a like touch. a tiny effervescence to it, just yep. a little bit, right? Just, right, exactly. I woke up this morning and said, I gotta have some lactobacillus. <laughs> <laughs> so this is um, the cool thing about Hill Farmstead is that it's all about nuance. This beer is only four percent alcohol. Everything is in its right place. It's not overly sour. It's not overly dry, um, but it's extremely refreshing and um, just right. delicious beer. We're gonna keep sipping. Thank We're gonna you. come back mm -hmm. to you. Alvaro Roche, you were a fashion designer, you had a 150-store retail chain, and now you're a restaurateur. And so. I really kind of wanted bags of clothes when you came in today. No, no, she's got children's clothes. <laughs> and I know, so what? <coughs> Excuse me, we're clothes out of children. Clothes. We're clothes out of children. <laughs> so how did all that happen? Well, uh, a few years back, uh, my brother got the restaurant bug. He's been a cook all his life, and he decided he wanted to open a restaurant. And so I came in and helped. And what was it that you were helping with? Well, we, we started with Bolbite uh, seven, seven years ago, uh, where we basically, my brother worked in a, a very high-end restaurant in Spain, mm -hmm. and so he didn't want to do that route. He was kind of burned out, and so he decided to do a quick-service restaurant, which is uh, uh, not really uh, a quick Nothing. We do everything in house. We we every all the sauces. So it's quick service from the outside, yeah. and not quick service from the yeah, inside. Yeah, no. There's there's a ton of stuff going back going on in the back of the kitchen, mm -hmm. uh, in at Bull Bite and at Top Bar. Okay, well let's talk about each. Like you brought in all these donuts today. Yeah. That's from your two hundred two donuts. Two hundred two donuts. So yeah. what was look at the, everybody's craning their necks to get a look at what the donuts. What was the um, impetus behind each project? Like, what did you guys see that you wanted to do? What was your goals? Well, the, actually, the two hundred two donuts was a very. Uh, it's we grow kind of organically. Uh, mm -hmm. we, there was a lot of construction going on in Bethesda. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you also hit like a crazy corner. Yeah, you know it, was, I mean? like, it was just insane. If it was, five years ago somebody showed me that corner, I'd be like, yeah, don't bother here. Yeah, like, it's yeah, a mess. It but was, now it's insane. Yeah, and uh, and so we, we had a whole bunch of construction workers, and we were like, okay, what do construction workers eat? Mm -hmm. Donuts. Let's make donuts. <laughs> and we started making donuts. I don't think there's a construction worker in here, and I think everybody <laughs> it's, here eats it's, donuts. It's, it's too bad you weren't next to the police station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's only a couple blocks away. You're in good shape. Yeah, yeah. So they've been going out the door. You know, it's it's great. We we make them every day, super fresh. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, seasonal ingredients. The whole, you know, very chef oriented. You know, my brother can't do anything that's not you know super super chef oriented stuff. So and then what about bold bite? What's what is the concept behind? So bold, bold bite, bite is just it's exactly the, what the 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 word says. You know, we just try to make everything as bold as possible. You know, crazy. We're we're actually working on on new breakfast items and so we're doing like super stacks of pancakes and with crazy fillings and mm -hmm. you know just everything just bold the burgers but it's bold are huge more fast casual like ex like explain that experience it, yeah it is it is absolutely it's a, it's you go in you order you sit down or you take away and and we we like that kind of concept we think we can deliver the best product mm -hmm. at the best possible price when we do something like that we don't have to you don't have to tip anybody you pick up your food you and we try to make it as nice as possible. And 
what about so but let's talk about some of your products because yep. you brought in your own coffee yeah, yeah so we work we we partnered up with vigilante coffee which is a local mm -hmm. local roaster awesome 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 product mm -hmm. i would put it up as uh you know it's as good as any any of the big boys you know they make great coffee and so we serve uh, we have a full uh coffee bar with them and we do cold brew we make cold brew we bottle it ourselves and then we're doing this uh we make this Arnold Palmer's. We decided to do these these flavored Arnold Palmer's, and we bottle those at two two two. So okay, so you're they're available at both. Uh, yes. And what? Well, I want to jump in because I conflated uh, uh, Taco Bar and, and Tapa. Uh, Tapa. Tapa Tapa Bar and Taco Arepa. But Taco when Arepa. Taco Arepa opens up, what are you planning there? Well, Taco Arepa is going to be. It's it's really that's that's a really pro a project that's very close to us because we're from uh, Venezuela, and so our idea. Really, the, and the name came from, oh, so we want to do this Latin American basin Caribbean thing because we grew up a lot on the Caribbean. So we did. So it really is the taco arepa, so from Mexico down to the coast of Venezuela. So that's that's the concept. And arepa, you will know, you know, it's, yeah. they're blowing up. Well, Everybody, they're so yeah. delicious. Yeah. Now, where is that concept going to be? That's going to be right next to uh, Tool to Donuts on Fairmont. So it's all, so you're like bing, bang, yeah, bang. Yeah, exactly. Like Today, Bethesda, tomorrow's the world. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk about, like, what's changed in the taco bar in the last, uh, well, Tapa bar, excuse me. You've now got a football promo, too. Right, Tapa oh, yeah. bar in the last year, um, because, I mean, it's such a beautiful space. Um, and you're offering really lovely dishes. I just want to talk about what the last year has been like for you. Absolutely. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. We're talking to Alvaro Roche about his bold family restaurant group, and mm -hmm. it is bold. Um, we've got about two minutes. Let's, uh, Nikki had a question about... Uh, well, so um, the, taco bar, uh, the Tapa Bar is celebrating its one-year anniversary, and you guys have done so much to that space and are really putting out fabulous food. Tell us a little bit about your growth in the past year. Well, it's been a, an amazing year, and uh, yeah, it's been it's it, we've been growing like crazy, and and uh, uh, we're doing all kinds of uh, fun stuff. We we added a a uh, all you can eat brunch, uh, f so tapa brunch for uh, thirty dollars, which is awesome. <laughs> is that just Sunday or Saturday? Just and Sunday, Sunday. Just okay. Sunday for now, mm -hmm. and uh, we we are soon to launch a. Uh, uh, Tapa Tuesday. So we're going to do the same thing. It's been so successful on, on Sunday, so we're going to do it also uh, on on Tuesday night. Uh, it's going to be all you can well, eat. Well, it's tapas. nice alliteration. What about Tapa Thursday? That's Yeah, we can do fair. that. <laughs> um, all right. Very quickly, I want to hear about your football double-up promotion. Sounds great. Oh, Let's yeah, in uh, in Bull Bite. So uh, basically we have you know amazing sandwiches. It's more like a, a, it's burgers, but we call them sandwiches because at the end you can do them anyway. You, you have chicken, you have falafel, uh, you have uh, right, beef. Right, you sort of go through, right? Right, you kind of right. go through and you can choose whatever you want to put in, in the prep, right? So the prep stays and then you can do whatever you want. And so we're doing for when the Redskins play, we have, uh, you double up for, I think it's $10, you get a, a you double up your burger and you get uh, a beer. A beer, double, and a burger. That's and a for those of you who want to stay away from carbs, you can put it on a salad. Exactly. Which works for me. Who wants to stay away <laughs> from carbs? Can you just tell us quickly, for those who are watching on uh, Facebook, just what that one is there? Mm -hmm. Which donut? No. The, this one? That, yeah. uh, that one is our classic dulce de leche. Dulce it de leche really is yeah, it's really good. It's filled with dulce de leche. It's fantastic. It's awesome. <laughs> 
All right. Well, we want to thank you so much for bringing all this in. Uh, just tell everybody where they can find you, please. So we're in uh, Bethesda in Fairmont Avenue, 4901, and on Cordell. Uh, Bullbite is in on Cordell Avenue. Mm -hmm. And then we're opening in two weeks on 19th Street between L and K. Okay, and when, and when can we find also uh, the Arepa place? When the will that be Tacorepa, a couple months. We're okay. still under construction. You'll there. keep us posted. Yeah, okay, absolutely. They're going to change the name of Bethesda to Bold Bite. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go back to Greg Anger. Greg, let's get into Snallygaster. What does the word mean, and what's going on It's there? a dragon. You asked me that. Yes, it's a, well, it's like a dragon, I guess, like creature. Um, we... When we were trying to name this thing, this is going to be the sixth iteration of Snallygaster. Right. So when we were trying to name this thing over six years ago, uh, we were coming up with like you know something that was going to encapsulate the kind of massive um, nature of the festival itself. Mm -hmm. And Michael Babin, who's our founder uh, and friend at Neighborhood Restaurant Group, he um, did a lot of research and found this creature called Snallygaster, which was like a winged dragon. Um, that apparently used to terrorize the denizens of... Aren't all dragons winged? I watch Game of Thrones. True. I mean, okay. You guys are, you guys are like... But Snallygaster is like whoa, whoa, a little whoa, whoa. before the GOT-like No, no, wait a minute. You can't, you unless you throw a dragon off a cliff, it's got to have wings or it can't fly. Right, right true. Okay, okay so. so a dragon. Um, uh, that would, yeah, like terror, it was kind of like the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot of Northern Virginia. All right, so let's get to the festival, which is a dragon of a festival. Yeah. This year, we are going to have 400 different beers on draft and cask outside. I don't um, even know how you do that. Like, that just sounds so... Believe me. Like, it sounds like a, a lot of work. <laughs> and this year, even, even more, this year we went from 100 breweries to, like, 135, and 50 of them are new. So this year, even more than last or previous years... We're bringing in breweries that you can't typically find in the area. All right, so this is at the yards, right across from the Nat Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you come and you come in, and uh, I mean, there's there are 400 beers lined up. They're like all situated. Food. So now we have three lots, starting at M Street, going all the way wow. back to the to basically to the water. How many um, people? About 10,000 people. Small we hope. Ten thousand um, of your best friends. Small yeah, party. So Snallygaster has to mean it actually means shafazd in uh, Gaelic. Right, I think. Exactly. All right. What are you pouring next? This is a, um, a a much more acidic or sour beer from Dre Fontanen, uh, a really tiny producer of lambic beer in um, Belgium, right outside of Brussels. Uh, it's called Creek. So it's spontaneously fermented beer, uh, aged in oak barrels, and then further matured on. Uh, cherries. Well, but let me ask you. Jump in. Are, are the beers that you're pouring in, and 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 the beers that are at Snallygaster. How many of those are available, say, at Blue Jacket, or or at Birch and Barley? Yeah. Um. A good. I mean, like probably like, you know, fifty to sixty percent. That's wow. the really cool new thing we're doing this year is bringing in breweries that you don't typically you. see at Church Key or Sovereign. Um, this doesn't even look like beer. It looks like a, um, Lambrusco. Yeah. Um, so about three pounds per gallon cherries in this beer. Um, it's okay. one of the most amazing. All right. Okay. In the world. So while you're pouring, we're going to talk to the entrepreneur of entrepreneurs. Chanel Turner is founder and CEO of Foudre Vodka. Foudre, if I'm saying it right, is lightning in French. So you put lightning in a bottle? Pretty much. Pretty and much. look at that bottle. That <laughs> bottle is spectacular. Thank you. Um, so why vodka? Why vodka, right? Mm -hmm. 
Well, vodka is the number one spirit in the world. Um, vodka is something you can make today mm -hmm. and drink tomorrow. Right. Whereas other products need time to age and ferment. Like the beer we were Correct. talking about, right? So vodka is something that pretty much you can make today and make out of anything mm -hmm. and drink tomorrow. Okay. Right. So what, what, I mean, what were you doing where you suddenly said, I need vodka? Drinking vodka. That's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I was. I was drinking vodka amongst um, a couple of friends of mine, and we ran out of mixer or chaser, and no one wanted to drink the vodka straight. Mm -hmm. So it dawned on me at that moment, I wish there was a vodka out that I could drink straight and actually enjoy. Mm -hmm. Most people, when they think about vodka, they think about the first thing they're going to mix it with because most people don't enjoy vodka. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not a spirit that most people enjoy straight or neat. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to create a vodka that <clears throat> was still 80 proof, and that you can enjoy neat or rice. What is it about the 80 proof that was important to you? Because most vodkas today, whenever they think about drinking straight, they lower the alcohol content and raise the sugar content. So to make it sweeter. Correct. But you know when I but when you just smell this vodka, I mean it has I mean most vodka when you smell it you just smell the burn of the alcohol. Correct. But there's sort of botanicals yes. sense in yeah. here. So what is that? Tell us. So foudre, the base of foudre is infused with pomegranate. Mhm. Mm um the secret ingredient to foudre is what I consider the lychee fruit. Okay. Um, that gives it that floral scent that you might smell in the vodka. But we're also infused with uh, ginger, kiwi, and lime. So four fruits, one root that makes foudre. Oh, so you really don't need to pour anything in this. Correct. This I is... mean, I just took a little sip. Correct. It's really delicious. Correct. No alcohol This is burn. actually <laughs> really dangerous is what it really is. Because it is 80 proof. Right. <laughs> um, so... How do you break into this market? As you said, I mean, there's tons of vodkas out there. How do you? Well, you're one of you, if if you're not the only, you're one of the few women CEOs of a of Correct. a major spirit. So how did that happen? Uh, it it was a lot. It, it took a lot, uh, breaking down a lot of walls and rubbing elbows with the right people to get into this market. Mm -hmm. um, it is a saturated market as is, and <clears throat> it's very hard to break into. So you have to know the right people, um, or have really really deep pockets. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have really, really deep pockets, if you have really, really deep pockets, we want to be really, really good friends. <laughs> and if you have really, really deep pockets, you don't really, really need to go into the market. <laughs> very true, very true. But it's all about who you know in this industry. And um, once you rub elbows with the right individuals, then um, you can certainly make headway in this industry. And what are you looking to do? Are you looking to get this into clubs? Are you looking to get it into restaurants? Like, what's your dream placement for the so product? So, for me, um, national distribution, of course, is what I aim to you know get mm -hmm. um currently we are only distributing dc maryland virginia georgia japan singapore and the philippines and hong kong well that sounds so, like a really good start yeah <laughs> it's a good start right um but we would definitely want to grow domestically as well mm -hmm. as internationally um so that is the goal to be nationally distributed and do you work with since the product doesn't need a lot of additions but obviously you would want to work with mixologists in Correct. areas like who like how do you advise people other than drinking it neat how do you advise people so to drink it when coming up with our cocktails or working with mixologists it's very important to us to keep the authenticity about the product so we mm -hmm. use fresh ingredients all the time when we make our cocktails mm -hmm. um so we'll use basil mint um we make in-house simple syrups um if we decide to use a simple syrup so we'll have a lemon basil simple syrup or a ginger infused simple syrup uh, we try to not use too many uh, juices and things of that nature when right. making any cocktails. Just try to keep it as fresh as possible. I feel like you should just put fruit in here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just watermelon or 
strawberries and yes. berries and then you don't need to go anything else <laughs> exactly. like you're in good shape just don't yes. drive yeah, no, well, in obviously. a hurricane no but it's really good well, for a party like it's a good party drink all right, i got two questions for you okay. because certainly i mean you went to to france to get the the bottle uh, designed and, yes. and produced and it's stunning and i hope we're seeing that on facebook live but that that to me says clubs right i mean imagine that when you you, you it's got to be a you know conversation point definitely but why why produce it in Charleston? What made you go to that distillery? So, uh, Terracentia Corporation, they are one of the most unique distilleries out today. Okay. They use a technology called the TerraPure process. What that process does is remove all the free radicals and impurities that traditional distilling leaves behind. So, most distilleries today are still doing distilling the same old-fashioned way. They've kind of taken distilling to a whole other level. They have a technology that's patented only to them um, that removes all the... Free radicals, like I said, and impurities. Those are the things that give you a hangover or give you a burn whenever you take a shot. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so this doesn't? So that does it. All right, wow. everybody, drink up. <laughs> Greg Engert is taking notes. Over <laughs> um, and so uh, has everybody had a chance to try it in studio? All right. Uh, Go well, I got one more question for okay. you because we've still got a couple minutes. You founded the Black-Owned Wine and Spirits Festival. Yeah. I mean, how oh, yes. important Sorry, is it to you to help empower other African-American women and men, and men to get into this business? Uh, well, you know, that festival is so near and dear to me. It's, it's almost as near and dear to me as my product. I know what it's like being in the market and being overshadowed by the mainstream products. Your Grey Gooses, your Belvedere's, things of that nature. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, my product is not really known outside of the markets that we sell in. However, it's a great product. And so there's a lot of black-owned entrepreneurs that are making spirits today, your gins, your whiskeys, things of that nature, but nobody knows that they exist. Mm -hmm. So it was very important for me to create a platform where we can highlight these highlight these brands. Of course, take a, take our hats off to these entrepreneurs because having a finished product in this industry is so hard to do. Like getting itself. to that. Right. Sure. Just, so I just want to tell everybody that the event, the second annual festival, is going to be held on September 30th yes. at the Showroom DC. Yes. And who's going to be there? Oh, who's who's of DC and all over, right? Okay. <laughs> Tell us quick. We got sixty seconds. Let's hear. So about we it. have um, we have industry. We have bar managers, restaurant managers, liquor store owners. We have. Adra's gonna pop in. Yes. Oh, to let her tell us some who the people are. Adra. Um, we have Drink Sweet Four, which is uh, sparkling wine that's delicious. Den of Thieves, whis Den of Thieves whiskey flow. Mm -hmm. Wines from Marcus yes. Johnson, who's very popular. He's yes. been in studio. Yes, We've had also him in we studio. love him. Yes. Um, we also have Harlem Brewing, which is the first black beer to reach Walmart, which is awesome. Yes. Congratulations. And um, some we food have vendors. Oh, yeah, yes. Peterrell yes. Wines. Um, Cap City Beverage is going to be selling. That's a black distributor in the area that actually works at a lot of bars. So we'll stop there, but it's going to be a lot of it, great people. And Foudre, of course. Okay. And of course, Foudre. <laughs> okay, and where can people get tickets? So people can get tickets on Black Owned. BlackOwnedSpiritsFestival.com. Okay. Or they can go to Facebook at Black Owned Spirits Festival. Excellent. And find Thank you so much so for much. coming so in. Great. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Feeding the Beast. There's lots of events coming up. You better mark your calendars. We'll be back in just a sec. All right. We're back on Feeding the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. So let's go back to Greg Engert and talk oh about Snallygaster, which is this huge beer slash wine slash food slash live music event on the 23rd at the yards right across from National Stadium. And, Greg, one sec. If you want tickets, you go to snallygasterdc.org. Dot com. com. Sorry. Snallygaster, S-N-A-L-L-Y, gasterdc.com for tickets. And you can also get tickets at the front door, but it's better to have your tickets when you And you I just want to say, I just had one of the Dolce de Leche 
donuts and I'm literally like in diabetic shock. It's so good. <laughs> My God. Okay, let's talk beer. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. So talk about some of the, the entertainment and the other and yeah, the food. Yeah, totally. So that's the, the big thing here is that, you know, for Sally Gaster, what makes it so huge is not just, you know, 400 different beers from 130 producers. Um, it's, it's just an amazing festival in mm -hmm. general. So um, the food aspect's really cool. We have um, all of the neighborhood restaurant group chefs are coming out, and they each are doing their own food. So you'll find food from, like, Red Apron and Hazel and The Sovereign um, available at the festival. We have our friends coming out. Um, Scott Truno's coming out, Chico. We have um, DGS coming, Pizzeria Paradiso. So there's, like... Much, much more food this year. I think it's an even better and more elevated experience. Mm -hmm. And then we've also added a wine um, portion to the festival. I feel like you did that specifically for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> not that, I mean, you That's know, I wrong. always taste the beers that you pour. Right. But um, I love the idea that you're you're bringing in this rosé concept. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's just, again, it's just back to like what we do with the restaurants. It's well-rounded. Mm -hmm. um, something elevated across the board. So this year we have... I think we're calling it Planet Pink, um, and it's uh, you know by Planet Wine, which is our amazing wine shop out mm -hmm. in Delray in Alexandria. So we're going to have nearly 30 different wines available in full pours and half pours, mm -hmm. um, many of which are going to be rosé, whether still or sparkling. Mm -hmm. But then a bunch of Lambruscos, like you mentioned earlier, we're mm -hmm. going to have some great uh, kind of late summer appropriate white wines um it's going to be fantastic so how right? does it work um buying wise mm -hmm. do you like ha just quickly how does that work sure yeah so the first thing is that this the whole reason we do this entire festival is to raise money for arcadia which is our nonprofit right. center for sustainable food and agriculture and so to get into the fest it's ten dollars and that goes to arcadia mm -hmm. and then everything is kind of pay as you go okay so it's like a dollar a ticket and everything has a different price point got it okay, okay. we'll get back to you in just a second now we're going to talk about the most important thing what happens to your face when the summer sun goes away and suddenly you're sitting there with the the wreckage of the summer mm -hmm. so back with us again is dr lakeisha mcmillan of nava health and I'm going to let you guys talk because I don't know anything about this stuff. Well, not only that, he literally lays out all summer without any sunscreen at I all. did not hear you just because say otherwise that. My, I, la, 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 la. My skin color, I'm, really? the color, I'm the color of Kermit the Frog otherwise. So. No, no. Hi, yeah. Hi. Nice to see so you. glad to be back. Thank you for coming back in. So Absolutely. let's talk because I do think even people who try their best to take really good care of their skin mm -hmm. during the summer, you know, the change of seasons can yeah. really wreak havoc. Absolutely. So let's just talk about like what we did in the summer and how we can fix it for fall. All right. So summertime, we were out and about. Some people were wearing sunscreen like they should have been and doing. And some people were, right? And, right. <laughs> so now you have to think about it. We're about to change temperatures. People are even um, probably going to change from where they're living. Some people live in different places. So mm -hmm. the environment plays a role. And so you have to think about your skin turns over. And when you're little, when you're a baby, it turns over a lot faster. So even just brushing up against, um, you know, anything, your clothes, chairs. Natural. Natural. Thing, that cells are turning over. Your skin is, is rejuvenating itself. But as we mature, it mm -hmm. takes a little longer for that process. Does that have to do with your personality? Do you like have if to you, be if mature? mature? That could be the problem. <laughs> like, how does that work? Yeah, it's, it's kind of the age thing. Okay. <laughs> so if your brain's stuck at 13, so, you're good. Uh, not quite. But so we have to think about turning over that cell surface. 
allowing the skin to rejuvenate itself. And so mm -hmm. there are different ways that we can do that. Okay. And what are some of those ways? Let's so see. So one of the um, particular techniques that we do at Nava, I know some people probably heard of the vampire facelift or PRP, which is called um, plasma rich platelets. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is you come in and we actually draw your blood. Then we spin that down. We take off the platelets, and then we inject and use micro needling. Okay, wait. Can we try? I, you want me to slow down yes, a little bit? Yes. Okay. So Sorry. where do we take? I it? get you so excited about this stuff. So and wait, when I start talking science, this is science. called a vampire facial, right? Yes. Okay. So you take blood out here. Yes. Right. And then you take that blood, and then we put it in a centrifuge. You okay. spin it down, and right. then you're gonna get this little top layer off, and that's okay. gonna have the platelets in in that plasma, okay. and it's yours. Right. It's still, you know, your body's going to recognize it. It's yours. And so then we take that and actually place it into your face. Right. Like with micro needles. Mm -hmm, right? Micro needling. And that helps to plump up the face. It helps to turn over the skin. Uh -huh. um, all those platelets have nice rejuvenating factors. Okay. And so it really helps your skin to turn over faster. It mm -hmm. gives your skin a nice glow. And what's the, but how long does that last? Like, is this something. Do you need to do something like that like once a month? How do you incorporate no. that with other treatments? So that would be something that you would do probably seasonally. Okay. You know, I, I think about like turning right. I turn over your skin like seasonally. So okay. and I think about the seasons. Fall, winter, spring, you know, right. summer. So those are the types of things. On in between that time, it's what we're doing on the inside okay. as well. So we can talk about our gut health and we can circle back to that. Or we can also talk about how we can give ourselves our vitamins, our supplements to be able to give ourselves all the fuel that it needs to be able to do what it needs to do. Well, so what do you think about ingesting certain supplements and how does that affect your skin? So a lot of people know about um, biotin or B-complex mm -hmm. for the skin or hair, skin, and nails. Mm -hmm. So there are certain certain vitamins that will go to certain places in our body because our body needs it for different things, right? right? So when you actually ingest those, or you can come in for an IV micronutrient bag, so mm -hmm. you can actually get it injected into your veins, nice healthy dose of uh, saline fluid to give you hydration as well, because hydration's important for our cells as right. well. So that can help give your skin, give your cells all the little all the little building blocks, I call it, okay. to help it do do exactly what it needs to do. Okay, but again, how often do you need that? So, like for example, with the with the hydration, do you recommend people come in once a week? Do you recommend people do it once a month? I mean, it's going to be can individualized. You so yeah, it's individualized, and that's why you should come in. Let us do an assessment, like we talked about before, right. so that we can come up with a custom vitality plan just for you. Right. And then when we look at that and look at your goals and see exactly what's going on with you, we can say, okay, maybe you should come in once a week for like a month, mm -hmm. or maybe you can come in every other week for like a all month. Right, here's a right. question. First of all, let's say when you say come in, where is Nava Health? Well, there's a bunch. Of oh my gosh, we have well, four different locations. Okay, so there's you? one in D.C. There's North Bethesda, Chevy Chase and Columbia. Okay. okay, so we've established that. Yeah. The question is, when you're older, which uh, although no one would notice, I am, is it too late? Can you, no. what can you do for somebody who's been abusing his skin in the sun for a hundred years. It's, uh, just for the record, like I don't let him go near any of my lotions or potions because I'm like, no, no, no. If I thought have, they were for drinking. No. Actually, <laughs> go get it's your own. Never, I mean, ever, ever too late to take care of yourself. Ever too late. I, I always tell people, take a moment. It's all start today. Just mm -hmm. put one foot in front of the other. Make a choice. It's healthy living is just one choice at a time. So it's just today I'm going to do this. So you don't. It's never. But then too you late. have to stick with it. 
and you have to oh, make that. some changes <laughs> and you have to take a step back and kind of look at your whole picture and see where you're going. What mm -hmm. is your end game? Where is your destination? And so we're there to help give so you those So you're there to do it, but you're also, I mean, and this is what I picked up when you, when you were with us before. Mm -hmm. It's important to sort of have a skin advocate and consultant guiding the, the, the path and not just going and buying stuff. Well, because it's overwhelming. Yeah, and it, and it can be. And we have a great um, a great specialist there. Her name is Dawn Richardson and her team, they are excellent at, at our NAVA Center. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's make sure, again, let's give out the addresses and sure. also the web address so people know where NAVA is. So, NAVA Health and Vitality Centers. There's mm -hmm. Columbia, North Bethesda, Chevy Chase, and D.C. Okay. And, and also, let's tell everybody where they can find you because you have your own podcast. I sure do. And we just launched Season 7 last okay. week. And it is House Call with Dr. Mac. Okay. So, you can find us on housecallwithdrmac.com and find all the episodes there. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, same handle. All right. Excellent. Well, I'm probably going to need a house call after this <laughs> food that's in front of me. <laughs> Thank you. Chef Ashish Alfred, is a, a he's a local guy who's made good. We're not going to hold it against you that you went to Woodward, even though our kids go to WJ. We welcome you to the show. Um, and uh, you, you're, I mean, you've kind of reinvented. You own a number of places, but you've reinvented uh, 4935 into a new concept called George's Chop House. Correct. Thanks Let's for talk about me, George's Chop House. The food looks no, looks but this, great. But it's George's Chop House is not open yet. No. George's Chop House isn't open yet. It's George's great. Chop House uh, will hopefully be opening uh, last week of September, first week of October. Okay. Uh, we're in the home stretch right now. And mm -hmm. George's Chop House is kind of always been my dream for something I've wanted to put in Bethesda for a long time. And that dream's finally through the success of Duck Duck Goose and some other things. Well, that dream is finally we becoming a reality. We should roll back to Duck Duck Let's Goose start because with Duck, Duck, Goose. Sure. I think Southern Living Magazine said you had the best restaurant in Maryland, which is quite yep. a compliment. It is. You know, we, we were humbled. What's yeah. the What's the concept there, and how old? I mean, we've been the, there. The chop house. Well, I'm asking the chef to explain I know, it I'm to just our saying. audience. <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for coming. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Duck Duck Goose. The concept was uh, make it French, make it fun, um, make it easy. Mm -hmm. uh, so easy for people to understand, easy for people to afford. Uh, you know, Duck Duck Goose, you can come in, you can get a really interesting meal for not a lot of money by comparison. Well, and also I think we should say, like, it's a really adorable spot. It's on a corner. It's very small. I mean, how many seats is it? Duck Duck Goose with the bar, we have 37 seats. That's interior, and then you have, like, a couple exteriors? Uh, yeah, we have a few tables outside. Around that corner. At full tilt, we get 50 seats. So it has a real brasserie feel. You know, it feels really small and French and adorable. Well, it was truly inspired. I had the opportunity to live in the West Village in Manhattan for mm -hmm. a few years. And, you know, walking through there um, day to day, I, I really kind of came up with the idea that, you know, when I get my own place or when I do open my own place one day, I, you know, I want it to feel like I'm in the West well, Let's Village. talk about that because you worked with Danielle Balud. You worked for Mario Batali. Did you, I mean, what brought you home? My mother. Um, <laughs> she said, um, we have strong pulls. <laughs> uh, she, uh, she had some things going on that she needed some help with. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, I'd kind of run my course with New York or New York had run its course with me. Uh, and it was uh, and it was time to come back home. Uh, came back home, came back to Bethesda, um, and started cooking. All right, can you tell us what we're eating? Because oh it's God. so delicious. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in front of you, you have a potato and duck confit hash mm -hmm. with a little chimichurri. Um, and uh, right next to it, you have a Nutella stuffed brioche French toast mm -hmm. that we've topped with a little blueberry brandy compote. Uh, and we've actually kind of deep fried it, so it's rolled in some panko. So it's super, super healthy. Yeah, it's really good for you. Okay. Um, now, <laughs> Should I rub this on my this, skin? or <laughs> Is this what we're planning for for the new restaurant, or is this what's available now at Duck Duck Goose? That's what's available now at Duck Duck Goose. Okay. 
For brunch. For brunch. Sundays? Sundays. Sundays okay. only. And then let's talk about the new concept. As you said it's something that you really wanted to do. What is it? George's Chop House is going to be, uh, you know, Steakhouse Beast American Bistro. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we want it to be fun. We want it to be um, not too expensive. Uh, you know, I, I feel like a lot of times people want to go out for a steak, but they don't want to get banged over the head for, you know, a whole bunch of money. Right. And I think uh, at George's Chop House, we'll be able to give them that option. You know, we'll keep five or six good cuts of meat on and we'll keep, you know, maybe f between five and eight good entrees on that are reasonably priced. So you can come in, you can get out of there for under 25 bucks. You can come in, you can spend, you know, you know, spend the farm if you want but to. But that space, that was the Trigera space, right? That was yeah. the Trigera space. Okay, so that used to be like bat mitzvah heaven was there. The bat it still mitzvah, is. Right? It still is. Okay, so you're going to keep that upstairs space for events. The I upstairs assume, will, right? will, will remain as the loft at 4935. We've got events booked into 2019. As long as there are Jews having bar and bat mitzvahs in Bethesda, we'll be there. <laughs> um, so you will still continue with that? As a component. So the yes. event space is there. Absolutely. And so you're just really redoing the downstairs. Absolutely. Okay. That is correct. And so how many seats is it? And what is like the drink program look like? Tell us a little more. We'll have 85 seats downstairs. Mm -hmm. uh, the drink program is still a work in progress. Um, definitely a lot of whiskey, a lot of scotch. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to Maybe do... some vodka. Maybe some vodka. Right. Maybe some vodka. <laughs> Maybe some food tray. Right. Um, definitely a lot of beer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think um, we going back to keeping it fun... Um, you know, I, I named the place George's Chop House after my brother George, who raised me. I was going me. to ask. Uh -huh. um, and uh, the other day, while well, just kind of Pinteresting, like many restaurant owners do, uh, I thought it'd be really cool to do um, freeze pops. So we used to always go to the uh, we used to go to the pool together, and we used to get the little icy freeze pops. So we wanted to make our own. Okay. But boozy. Um, so it'd be a good way to end a meal or start a meal. Uh, so we could do like a like a mango rum freeze pop. Cool. Um, and we want to do like a dirty cloak float and just, just fun stuff like we're that. We're going to jump in for a sec because we're okay. going to take a break. We're going to take a break and we'll come back in just a sec. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a minute. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors uh, along with the market at River Falls where, by the way, that wine sale is unbelievable. It's every wine in the house. Uh, there's some real bargains there. Uh, thank our friends at ProFish, uh, Celebrity Cruises, and Central Farm Markets for sponsoring the show. Ashish, let's come back to you. Tell us a little bit about your brother George and how that inspired you and and your life in the kitchen. Well, thanks for asking. Um, George was my older brother by ten years. Mm -hmm. um, being that we had two very very busy parents, George pretty much raised me from the time I was a little boy uh, until I was in my mid twenties, where I was still kind of a little boy. Um, <laughs> uh, he have you me. met my husband? <laughs> uh, he helped me put together forty nine thirty five bar and kitchen. Um, I very, very shortly after I kind of launched Duck Duck Goose and got sober and kind of started really doing well for myself, um, George passed away very unexpectedly. Um, oh, so very sorry. Thank you for, uh, for saying that. Um, so when the idea was kind of bouncing around, what we needed to do something with the space at 4935, I was ready to get out of nightlife. I wanted another restaurant. Um, I was kind of moving things around inside the restaurant, seeing you know what we had to work with, and just by happenstance, um, I found $101, which is super significant in my culture and in Indian culture because um, we would never give somebody just a $20 bill or a $100 bill or just $1,000 like a wedding or a, a birthday or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It would always be 101 or 1001 yeah. because it's your $1 on your way to your next thing. I want to know where you found it. I'm going to go <laughs> um, Behind a booth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was, for me, it was just, it was a huge sign that it was, you know, it was my big brother looking out for me and and this was the right thing to do, and um, things That's have sweet. progressed very quickly and smoothly. So that right. is a sweet story. Let's tell everybody where the spots are again. Addresses. So Duck Duck Goose is at seven nine two nine Norfolk Avenue in Bethesda, Maryland. 
And George's Chop House is right around the corner at 4935 Cordell Avenue, also in Bethesda. All right. And the food, I mean, everything is delicious. This food is awesome. So thank you so go, much. Go, go, go. Thanks All for right. We're going to switch subjects. Um, Melissa, I, you know, the, the I didn't know about hydrocephalus. I didn't know about the condition. I didn't know anything. And your husband, Matt, who's my buddy, told me all about it. And then he told me about this walkathon. And I want you to, we've got about three minutes. I just want you to take it and run and make sure everybody knows where it is and how to sign up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having us, especially uh, amidst all this delicious food and beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not alone in not knowing what hydrocephalus is. It's often considered a rare condition, but it's really only rare because people don't know about it. There's over a million people in the United States, infancy to seniors um, with it. What hydrocephalus is, it's an abnormal accumulation of fluid in the brain. Mm -hmm. It gets trapped there, and then it pushes the brain into the skull. Um, And so if it's not dealt with, you get brain damage and and death. And right now, there's no cure, and the only treatment is brain surgery. And so how does somebody realize that they have it? Um, well, it's a variety of different ways. Some people are born with it, so mm-hmm. um, mothers will know before their child's even born. Is that what okay. was usually referred to as water on the brain? Yes. Okay. Hydro meaning exactly water. Okay. Um, and so you will hear it sometimes called that. And you'll see, uh, especially older pictures or unfortunately pictures, current pictures from children in Africa who have very large um, heads, and that's usually untreated hydrocephalus. Okay. And how does so- that affect brain function and all of that um it all depends on on when it's caught uh, Mm -hmm. and how the treatment goes one of the problems with hydrocephalus is that um the device used to treat it oftentimes is called a shunt and it is the number one um device medical device the number one fail rate i should say 50 percent fail in the first uh two years our daughter who's five has now had 12 brain surgeries as a result of it oh my god all right, so let's switch to the walk and how people can get involved. Right. And it's Absolutely. Mall, correct? Yes, it is. Um, it is next Sunday, uh, September 17th, mm-hmm. um, at the Sylvan Theater at the base of the Washington Monument. We kick off at 1230. The walk starts at 130. We'll go from the monument down to the Capitol and back, um, and there will be a uh, family game night afterwards where life-size games um, to uh, join in awareness and uh, friendship and and. Meeting others. And how can people also get involved? I mean, what can they donate and Absolutely. where do those funds go? Like what what's the what's the what are we trying to do? Sure. Here? Um the, the mission of the Hydrocephalus Association is to not only find a cure for hydrocephalus, but also to improve the lives and quality of lives of those with it. Mm-hmm. Um so hydrocephalus is um hydrosoch.org. Um and the walks are all listed there. The National Capital Walk is support.hydrosoch.org. Okay. Are there slash. walks across the country? There are. There are walks across the country. Okay. September's um hydrocephalus awareness month. Mm-hmm. The bulk will be in September. Um and then also uh, some in August, some in November, October. Wow. Thank you so much. Just Where's get the website. Matt? I want to know why Matt isn't here. Give the website one more time, please. <laughs> yeah, let's get hear the website again. Um it is support.hydrosoch.org slash 2017 National Capital Walk. Okay, great. Right. And well, we'll post can, that on the site so we'll everybody will know about that. We'll put that up on the list so everybody will see Thank it there. You. All right, well, let's wrap up. We go back to Greg Enger. Greg, this is nuts. This is, it's it's almost like a spirit. The stout, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's um, uh, Cognac Barrel-Aged Marshall Zhukov Stout from Cigar City um, down in Tampa, Florida. It and smells like chocolate and coffee. Totally. Right? I mean, yeah, espresso, bitter chocolate. Uh, but the, definitely the, the cognac characters there, especially What's the, in the alcohol wood. content. It's about twelve percent. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, an amazing beer. And this is another brewery, Cigar City, who's going to be joining us at Snally Gaster this so year. So when you drink a beer like this, mm-hmm. what do you 
drink it with food wise? I mean, given that that's something that you're so such a proponent. Totally. Of. Yeah. I mean, this is a beer that clearly uh, normally goes to the end of the meal. Right. I mean, because it's like a piece of meat. But it's also, I mean, with the the brunch dishes that were just served, it's fantastic. Well, the thing is, it's very dominant. So you got to put yeah. like like a bur- you could put a burger with it or something like something that. Something that's it's meat, gotta, duck, something. duck work, something that's got a lot of salt to right. balance that peppery spice of the right. roast. And fat. Know? Fat, salt, mm-hmm. um, and then things that are sweet. Actually, right, because it's really bitter. Like I think with the French toast, it it's would amazing. be fabulous. All right, right, so let me switch over to something you, you, because you do have a lot of specifically beer-centric restaurants. Blue Jacket and, and Birch and Barley are the two that mm-hmm. come to mind, nearest and dearest to mm-hmm. my heart. So if I come in there and I like beer, but I don't, you know, it's almost overwhelming if you mm-hmm. have 250 beers to pick from. How do I get educated? Are the are the servers going to be able to help me? Is there somebody special who comes yeah, out? Yeah, that's, and, I mean, th- that's the thing that I'm most proud of in our group across the board, beer properties and not, is our staff. They are incredible. Um, they are the ones that are building the experiences every day. And they're the ones that are going to lead you through the menu. They're really, really perfect. Well, we should say that our, our son, Sam, who's now a cocktail maven, uh, knew nothing but about beer except drinking you. it, started under you. An alum. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's yeah. an alum. Exactly. Yeah. And, totally. All right. So. Um, well, let's get through the rest of. Um, well, you poured one more beer. Oh, yeah. So this beer, this last beer is naturally from Blue Jacket. Uh-huh. Um, this is an IPA. It's called Turning Road. Um, and uh-huh. the cool thing about this beer is that it's an IPA, but mostly aromatically. Lots Ooh. of great floral, um, citric aromatics, but then on the palate, it's not too bitter. So that's where kind of IPA is going these days, is more aroma, less bitterness, a kind of a juicier um, mid-palate, um, something that's this is really, tasty. really drinkable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's really drinkable. Yeah. Um, so at Snally Gaster this year, mm-hmm. let's just talk about some of the other activations, because you we have like... 30 seconds like sure. tell people like what are your like what can't you wait for it's now well, yeah so so i talked about the beer is obviously right. insane we have great wines now um the food is incredible and then all dc local bands so rare essence who is the preeminent go-go band from dc is gonna be playing pie tasters classic dc ska mm-hmm. and spirit animal uh, which is a great uh, rock band paul michael who used to work with us at nrg Leads that up, so the awesome. music is not to be missed not, as well. Is the Virgin Rubber Band going to be there? No, they're not, not this time. No, no, no not this time. Um, and tell everybody where they can get tickets. www.snallygasterdc.com. And remember, this is our big benefit for Arcadia right. every year. Um, right. So this is a, a huge thing for them. Which is an amazing organization that grows uh, vegetables. No, they bring. Uh, well, they 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 serve underserved um, neighborhoods right. in D.C. and beyond. With they bring produce, the mobile market, right. with fresh local food, and they now are training veterans um, for farm work, which is really cool as well. well. And you trained our son, Eli. He carried cow poo there for seven months. Yeah, so. that's also true. All right, let's wrap it up. All Everything right. you heard about on the show today, find on the list. Are you on it? Listen to Nikki on WTOP every Thursday at 1240 mm-hmm. for updates and Follow our podcast, Foodie and the Beast. Okay, we want to thank all of our guests for coming in studio today. It was a delicious was. show with great rock and roll lots show. of stuff going on. Next week, we're celebrating Rosh Hashanah in studio. Everybody else, please have a delicious week.